Brother says. Hello there, I'm Parker Brother, and this is Brother Says. Oh. What? Yeah. No, this is Brother Says, and you are Andrew. And I am the host. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I didn't feel right coming out. I thought out. we already discussed this yeah. um, privately, but uh, this is a bit of a betrayal. I'm your host, Whoa. and this is my co-host. That sound that feels right. Is it, I feel good about that. Wow, you yeah. rolled over pretty. Yeah, quick. I didn't when it came out. It just felt unnatural. Is a ho is wouldn't a host and a co-host be complete equals? Or is the co-host the the like side like? Well, it's like a pilot and a co-pilot. They're that's a good equals. point. The pilot's yeah in charge and right. So I would so in the event of your death or betrayal of the crew, I would take uh, over. By becoming incapacitated, you have to go on yeah. read my script. I will. Yeah, not that we have a script. As no I think here. it's really obvious to everyone that we don't have a script. <laughs> but yes, uh, we are the hosts of Brother Says, oh. and our our rankings are to be determined. Uh, Speaking of rankings, oh, and ratings. Holy crap! Yes, that yeah. was on purpose. <laughs> uh, we are. We had our first uh, scandal. Of the yeah. podcast, I guess. Yeah, it was really saucy. Some people wrote in or told us in person, because most of our listeners know us in real life, that we did not rate the last aphorisms. Yeah. We that was it. a big upset across mm-hmm. the Brother Says audience. Big uproar. Mm-hmm. We, we were so distracted by our hilarious old jokes. It was awesome. It was a good joke. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I'd say... It, it's a good addition, but uh, we're going to make up for that rating right yeah. now, right here, right before before we get started. Also, Holiday Brother Says. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Holiday brother Says. Holiday. Thank you. Today is Christmas Day, everybody. Yeah, sorry for being a little late. Um, you know how this time of year goes, so we're, we're lucky we were able to record it all. Yeah. We'll we'll have it out, have this out Christmas Day though, the yeah. day that we're talking right now. Well, and it worked out because um, we had we we received some high quality whiskey, and we're sipping on that right now. Mm-hmm. In so, our first brother says merchandise. Oh, that's so true. Um, no one else can have this merch. It's not for sale, but we did no. get it as a gift. Yes. So this is pretty exciting. Perhaps the future will hold more. Yeah. More exciting merchandise. And the merch that we have right now, by the way, is uh, coffee mugs. Yes. It's not like a shoe. Like, we're not drinking out of a shoe. That'd be wild. That'd be pretty funny. But it's, uh, yeah, coffee mugs. Okay, okay. Let's not delay it. We gotta do some rating. Do you want to rate mine first? Uh, yeah. So, if you don't remember from last week, my idiom was genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Parker, what do you think? Oh, jeez. Okay. So what do we have? Punchiness, yeah, and punchiness and flow or like delivery. Yeah, how it feels, mouthfeel, mouthfeel, and then um, does it get the point across? Yeah, okay. Punchiness, that's like a one out of ten. That does not roll off the tongue. <laughs> like I have to like slow down and think about it if I'm going to say genius is one percent per. Wait, is wait. Yeah. Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Like 
There's a lot of things to fumble over in that, especially if you had anything to drink. Yeah, that's right. So I'm gonna give a one out of ten in that one. Damn. Okay, one out of ten. Yeah. But like the ability to understand what it means, I think it's pretty straightforward. So I'm gonna say overall. Five out of ten. Wait, overall? Yeah. What was the second rating? Oh, I don't know. Like okay. something like, well, I guess it would have to be nine. Okay. These one, you know, then the average would be five. Mm-hmm. Because I just want the average to be five mm-hmm. out of ten. It's a very... <laughs> Seems biased. Middle of the road. I get, yeah, it gets the point across, but it's not something you're going to just spout off easily on the on a, on a train ride. Yeah. And if you do, you're going to look like a jackass. Yeah. They'll be like, this guy thinks too highly of himself yeah i i like that rating i think five out of ten is very fair for for that one right there okay moving on uh which one of yours would you like to do first let's just do the fall down seven times stand up eight okay punchiness Mm -hmm. i think it is kind of clunky because it's it's translated from japanese right Mm -hmm. so I'm for punchiness. I'm I'm not gonna do a one. That's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> I was feeling passionate. I know. I'll do a five for punchiness. Okay. Because it it's not quite. It doesn't sound very uh, I- inspirational. Yeah. Uh, and then for for mouth feel for for understandability, it is it it is understandable. Uh, I think anyone will get that really. So I'll give it a solid 7.5 out of 10. Good. That's a great score. Yeah. So, wait, 5 plus 7.5, 12.5 divided by 2, 6.25. But we have one more to rate. Wait, wait, uh, let me put that, uh, let me record this rating. Oh, yeah. I'll rec- oh. Well, I'll record them right here. Oh, yeah, okay. What would you say was 7.5? 6.25 overall. Well, between the two, though. But for fall down 7 times stand up 8 is 7.5. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> Fall down seven times, stand up eight. Punchiness was five. Understandability was 7.5. Oh, so yeah. So overall, 6.25. I thought you were... I thought the five came from the rating mm. I gave to yours. No. I don't no. know why I thought that. That's all right. We still okay. haven't nailed down this rating system. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty loose. <laughs> okay. My second one was don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. What do you give it? Punchiness is a solid nine. Really? It sounds cool. It sounds so cool. It's badass. It's powerful. But <laughs> understandability, usability, <laughs> anyone understanding what you're saying, it's going to have to be a two. Yeah. I can't see it being used often at no, all. No. Very specific situations. Yeah. So that's an average of uh, 5.5. What'd you say? Two and nine? Two and nine. Yeah. Yeah, 5.5. Wow. We had some low scores last week. Yeah. Not great. All right, so that's, I mean, yeah. yeah, maybe this week they'll be better. I think so, because I brought some fire. Really? Yeah, yeah. Why did you hit me with the first one? Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you want to hear my funny story quick? Yeah, do you have one? Uh, yes. So this is our new life lifestyle section of the podcast, <laughs> where you hear about our exciting... And lovely lives. Yeah, yeah, right okay, up there. Okay, get it on the schedule there. Okay, thank you. So I was at um, a store yesterday that sells outdoor clothing, and and you 
and tools. REI? Yes. Cool. Name job. <laughs> um, but anyway, this I was looking at the sleeping bags for a gift, and this older woman walks up to me, probably 50s, and she's like, hey. And then she looks at me, and she's like, you don't work here, do you? And I was like, no. And then she was like, can you try on this coat for my son? And I was like, sure, because sometimes that happens. It's like, what? You know, it happens. I It happens. Tall, skinny men are really difficult to buy really? clothing for because you've got such long arms, yeah. but like a larger and XL are going to be swimming in it. So this has happened to you before? Yeah, probably a couple times. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not you? No. Hmm. I've never been asked to try on clothes for somebody else. That's interesting. It seems counterintuitive. I agree. But anyway, she, she apparently felt it necessary. Great. So I put on the coat. It's like, oh, yeah, the medium seems fine. And then she's like, I'm like, here you go. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And then she's like, my son, well, he lives in Boston. And, and he has this big, heavy coat. And and I just was thinking he doesn't want to put on that coat on and off when he's just going out for a minute. So I wanted to buy him something lighter. And then she's like, just keeps talking about his heavy coat. Now she wants him to have a lighter coat. And I've tried the thing on, and it's over. But she just <laughs> really wanted me to know about the entire reason she was buying this coat. That's funny. And then all of a sudden her story ended, and she was like, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I her logic with the heavy coat, light coat thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly following. <laughs> it's like it's so hard to put on the heavy <laughs> coat. So I thought I'd give give him one that's a quarter pound lighter, so yeah. that he can be a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all very funny. I think part of it is she thought I worked there, so she might have been embarrassed. Like she just was like, "All right, I'm going for it. He doesn't yeah. work here. I'm all in now." Yeah. No going back. You look like a guy that would work at REI. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but yeah, that was my lifestyle story. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Anything? Mm. Anything with you? You don't have to share anything. I got nothing. All right. Then let's uh, let's get into the meat and uh, potatoes. Oh. Ah. Oh. Maybe we should use that one at some point. Scratch that. So I, for this holiday episode, I got a couple holiday-related uh, aphorisms. Oh wow. I can't. I can't tell you a single holiday related that. <laughs> one is is a stretch. Actually, they're both stretch. <laughs> oh no, one one is not a stretch. Okay, I'll get to this first one. It is a Jewish idiom, and I I apologize to any of our Jewish listeners. I have no idea if this is widespread or not. It's from a a popular book anyway. So it is the proper response as Hanukkah teaches. Is not to curse the darkness, but to light a candle. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, if if there's like a, a, a bad person or someone who's rude or mean, don't be like, screw that person. Like, there's no reason to be like that. They suck. It's more like, try to talk to them and show them the right way. Show them that you can be kind. Mm-hmm. Is it that... Is that what you get from it yeah that's that's kind of what i was thinking is is don't don't become the negativity or the evil you have to you have to always try and be good and and maybe teach a lesson if you can yeah yeah i think it's it is nice and to get to where it's from it's just from a book i won't make you guess because you'll never get it (laughs) 
from uh, it's the Jewish way, living the holidays hmm. by Irving Greenberg. Irving Greenberg. Yeah. Well, well, what uh, what year do you think that's from? The book. Yeah. Living the um, uh, the Jewish way, living the holidays. Nineteen ninety four. You almost made me do a spit take. <laughs> it's from nineteen ninety three. Really? But September. Wow. You were really close. Why'd you guess ninety four? I have no idea. <laughs> it just sounds nineties. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like something from the fifteen hundreds or right. whatever. Yeah. Very nice. Well done. Oh. Uh, let me read the whole passage. It it makes a little more sense. Uh, pessimists and assimilationists have more than once informed the Jewish people that there is no more oil left to burn. As long as Hanukkah is studied and remembered, Jews will not surrender to the night. The proper response, as Hanukkah teaches, is not to curse the darkness, but to light a candle. Wow. So I think it's it's kind of about how the Jewish people have been uh, uh, put through put through hard times and how they've never they've never given up or surrendered. Yeah. How they've always lit the candle in in the darkest of times. Pretty inspiring, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, so they're not. So they're saying like when you go through hard times, don't hate it. Don't hate the hard times, or whatever. But try to make them a little bit a little bit brighter. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, as long as you continue to, well, in this case, uh, celebrate Hanukkah and follow the Judaism and whatnot, then uh, then it will always continue on and it will never yeah. surrender. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty nice. This Hanukkah. Is nice. I remember that one. Yeah, you remember that one. Yeah. So this one, this other one's a little questionable holiday related but i think everyone knows it and it goes a little like wwjd oh wow what would jesus do wow that's great would you say that's an aphorism i would i think so yeah it's almost an aphorism that makes you come up with your own oh yeah because you you're like what would jesus do in this situation would he yeah give the give money to the homeless or would he yeah. would he would he tell your friend that there's a rumor going around about them what would Jesus do it's forcing someone to be introspective mm-hmm. and by making it about Jesus it, it's you know it's not coming up with something that's not exact to the situation not exactly pertinent but it's you know yeah yeah I, I definitely think it counts yeah definitely <laughs> yeah Let's see. Uh, so when do you think this was uh, first started? When do you think this started being said? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, 2006. <laughs> That's interesting that you guessed that. Because it... So it started in, apparently, I, I think there's references to it in a much older... In much older texts and and other things, but it is kind of agreed upon that it was said first in a book in 1896. Oh, yeah, by Charles Sheldon. Uh, the book in his steps was subtitled "What Would Jesus Do?" So it's not it's not exactly 
Exactly 2006. It's not exactly 2006. <laughs> it's not. It's not exactly how we use it today. Okay. I think he. I don't. I don't think he used it exactly how how we do nowadays. But here we go. Here's here's how you were almost right. In the 1990s, uh, a group leader at uh, Calvary Reformed Church in Holland, Michigan, uh, Janie began a grassroots movement to help teenagers in her group remember the phrase. It spread worldwide in the 1990s among Christian youth, uh, and they wore the bracelets, WWJD. Uh, Later, a sequel bracelet was generated with the initials frog to provide the answer. Wait, let me guess. (laughs) What what does F-R-O-G stand for? For, it's, It's an answer? It's an answer to WWJD. Okay. Um... Oh, Jesus, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. I don't think you'll get it. I'll give you the name. Fully fully rely. Fully rely on God. Nice. Well, this, this is a pretty good hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what would Jesus do? Fully rely on God. Huh. Uh, but obviously fully rely on God didn't really make it through. Well, yeah, to use it, you got to get the question mm-hmm. first. It's true. Uh, let's see a little more history. In 2005. Wow. Uh, Gary Wills wrote What Jesus Meant, in which he examined What Would Jesus Do, um, which is just a book, I suppose. So I guess uh, not super related. But did you know there was a film called WWJD? No. Yeah. It came out in 2010. (laughs) The sequel came out in 2015. Is it it Fully Rely on God? Is that the sequel? It should be, but no. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's called The Journey Continues. Oh, Jesus. So, no. TJC. Yeah, TJC. JC. Mm-hmm. TJC, the Jesus Christ. TJC. Uh, let's see. Uh, and obviously, it has been parodied a lot. It's been the butt of a lot of jokes. Uh, I also in- learned an interesting new word called a snow clone. <laughs> so, so, straight from Wikipedia, it says the expression has become a snow clone. And a snow clone is a cliche and phrasal template that can be used and recognized in multiple variants. So, for example, there are some that are, what would Jesus buy? What would Lincoln do? What would Brian Boitano do? What? What would Mary Marvel do? So you could put any name in there. Yeah, pretty much. What would Tintin do? Yeah, so it became a snow clone, apparently. Uh and because you can you, you can really recognize like I could say what would what would Obama do, what would what would Darth Vader do? Mm-hmm. You need probably know I was referencing what yeah. would Jesus do? What's a snow clone? Why do they call it? Why don't they just call it a clone? That's a good question. Um, it was coined as a neolo- <laughs> ne- neologism. I can say that word. <laughs> neologism is a relatively recent or isolated term, word, or phrase that maybe. In the process of entering common use. Okay. Oh, so this is. Oh, so that's the definition of snow clone. That's the definition. It was coined as a neologism in 2004, and uh, then yeah, I suppose it became a snow snow clone at the same time because it was used in so many different ways. Okay. A lot of factoids in this one. Okay. So yeah, that's that's about it for what would Jesus do it. It kind of had a revival in the 1990s and yeah. has been in pretty regular use ever since. 
Cool. That's a good one. Definitely a good holiday one. Oh, yeah. Classic holiday. Well, if your holiday is about Jesus. Yeah, and uh, that's why I tried to be a little inclusive. Got a Jewish and a Christian aphorism. Sorry to any others that I couldn't include. Uh, but Are there any others? I don't even... There's only Jews Qu- and Christians, right? And Kwanzaa. I'm just oh, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, these are mine. Do you want to rate both of them? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. Be respectful. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, they both get a 10. Oh, oh great. Yeah. It was okay. easy. Yeah, it's, it's punchy and it makes <laughs> sense. I think that's fair. We're not, we're not, neither of us are Jewish, so we can't really understand. Okay, but we can... All right. I'm going to give it a real rating. Okay. Because okay. I think that that aphorism can apply to anyone okay. of any religion or no religion at all. Great. All right. Let's do it. What was it again? Okay. I will read it once more. The proper response, as Hanukkah teaches, is not to curse the darkness, but to light a candle. Okay. So, yeah, minus the as Hanukkah teaches, like yeah. just the don't curse the darkness, but light a candle instead. Mm-hmm. It's not very punchy. Oh, three out of ten punchiness. Oh wow! Does it make sense? Does it get the point across? Oh yeah, eight out of ten. Ooh, five point five out of ten overall. Another five. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think it is inspiring, but but maybe doesn't roll off the tongue as yeah. much as others. Okay. I think you should rate WWJD. Ooh, this I is really a do. tough one. Yeah, I agree. That's why I don't want to do it. <laughs> Well, thanks for putting the responsibility <laughs> on me. I think it's, it has a long history, and uh, I, I th- it probably holds a special place in a lot of people that went to youth churches in the past couple decades. Uh, but, yeah, uh, punchiness, 9 out of 10. Really? It's, yeah. what would Jesus do? Yeah, four words. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why it's become so popular, because it just, it, it, it really rolls off the tongue. Get the point across, what would Jesus do? I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it, here's what, I would say 9 or 10. Mm-hmm. But because you can so easily make so many jokes out of it, like, mm-hmm. what would Jesus do? He'd drive this car off the cliff. <laughs> like yeah, that that's joke. what Jesus would do. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> to, gonna save, do to, to save... To, for, save our, to save us. Yeah. He would drive it off of a cliff. Well, that's the modern that's day crucifixion. Point. Driving off cliffs? Yeah. That'd absolutely. Be sweet. Oh. So, for that reason, I'm going to do a seven. Okay. Okay. So, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. That's good. That's good. Wow. Rating. I think it deserves it. Yeah. It's kind of shocking, though. Yeah. I would not have guessed what would Jesus do is one of our top rated aphorisms so far. <laughs> I, I can agree with that. So. Yeah, we've had an 8. Yeah, 8 is so far our highest rating. We have another. Grass is always greener is an 8 as well. And I'm not sure on your side what there is. But I think eight's the highest rating we've yeah. had. So well, that's cool. pretty good. Yeah, that's I'm great. I'm sure we'll find one someday. Yeah. That's higher. And now, as everyone knows, is our final segment... Jokes for all occasions. Nineteen twelve jokes. All right, we'll cut that out. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So I have found a couple Christmas jokes in my book. 
The first one is incredibly insensitive and racist, so we're going to skip that and one. And the punchline definitely doesn't even make sense. It is it's so. just so confusing. <laughs> but it's probably racist. So. I'm certain. So we're going to do the second one. It's a little yeah. nicer. Santa Claus inserted an upright piano, a fur dolman, a Ford, and a few little knickknacks into the Chicago girl's stocking. When he saw that it was not yet half filled, he withdrew to the roof, plumped down on the snow, and wept bitterly. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Like. So it's like the, the, the girl who has the stocking just like wants so much stuff. The Santa Claus inserted all these big, huge things and it still wasn't halfway full. I think so. She has just a giant stocking and, and Santa couldn't fill it. I wonder, is it a joke about Santa. people in Chicago? It must be, yeah. The Chicago, specifically, the Chicago girls' like stocking. Those city folk want yeah. too much. Yeah, they do. Compared to us simple farming mm-hmm. folk. We just want a bucket of your best fresh milk. And some eggs. Yeah, and eggs. Flour. Flour. Wheat. Wheat. Tractor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Did that make you chuckle? It made me think. Do you Do you remember last week's? Mm-hmm. What? It was um, something about how the, pers- the, the woman arrived early, but oh. so did everybody else. Yeah. Do you think last week's was funnier this week? I don't I think um, <laughs> both of them don't make you laugh. Yeah, that's exactly right. They're both equally unfunny, <laughs> but they make you think. They both because they both make you be like, now how how does this make make sense? Is that the is that is that what makes a good joke? Is it makes you pause and not <laughs> smile or move a muscle? You're like what the Wait, hell? Can you imagine if a stranger was like sitting next to you, like? on the bus or something it was like trying to break the ice and told you one of those jokes I think I would move <laughs> well it depends like if they cause this book looks ancient if they just popped this open and just told me one I might be interested I'd be like no they just like nudge your arm and went, like hey oh they didn't pop out the book imagine if you know yeah like a woman showed up early and blah 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 and there was a bunch of other people though too so and imagine that <laughs> he just stares at you like Ain't gonna laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. I think so. I'd jump out the window. Whoa. Not worth it. Not oh. worth it. Hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. We've got our jingle. So, these are jingle bells, if anyone couldn't tell. All right. Let's, um, uh, you start it, brother. Brother says. Nice. That was awesome. Got a good 30 minutes.